entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but let us be the first to tell you. It's Friday! Woo-hoo. It's very exciting. We're very, we love Friday around here. I don't know. I, I really, I love every day. I feel like, and I don't want to be like one of those cheesy, you know, super optimistic, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, who's the guy? Tony Robbins type things. But every day really around here is pretty great because every day we get to come in here. We get to hang out with you guys. We get to talk. You guys send us your open mic messages. You call into the show. We get to real, you know, we get to experience the best of the United States of America, which is the most amazing country on earth. And as if that weren't enough every single day there's a new reason to laugh at joe biden and today is no exception we're gonna get we're gonna get to that here this guy i mean i i figured it out i thought long enough because you know there gets a point where it's like you ever go to a comedy show um and you know like comedy shows are somewhere between 45 minutes to an hour for a reason because there comes a point where you just can't laugh anymore Either you're tired, like I've gone to comedy shows, uh, a couple, you know, uh, Sebastian Montescalvo came through town a couple of years ago, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, for example. You're watching a show or you go to a show and you laugh so much that after about 45 minutes, you just can't laugh anymore. It's funny still, but you're just tired from laughing or or you've kind of gotten into a routine or you just kind of understand what's going on with the comedian. You're just ready for something new. I'm kind of getting there. I'm kind of getting there with Joe Biden. Literally every single day, there's some new, new, new gaffe or some new Bidenism or some new dumb thing that he said where you just have to laugh and shake your head and go, what are the Democrats thinking? We know Joe Biden's thinking nothing. So what is his party thinking putting this guy up there? But we'll, um, We'll get into that here in just a minute because it's definitely anyway. I, I did think about it a lot, and I and I came to some conclu- conclusions. This is bad too. The one that the what he did yesterday. It's not even funny as much as it is just. It's not funny because of what he said. It's funny because of what it means for the Democrats going forward and the uh, and the election and how everybody. I've heard so many people say. Joe Biden's got a comfortable lead. This is Donald Trump's uh, or this is uh, your uh, what was it? I'm sorry. Back in the before the COVID-19, when Donald Trump had a, a significant lead over Joe Biden and the economy was rip roaring and we just killed General Gaddafi and everyone thought Trump was going to just cruise to victory. We still had 18 you know, Democrats or whatever. To, Joe Biden had just kind of secured the nomination at that point. Everyone said this is Donald Trump's election to lose. Donald Trump has the momentum. Donald Trump has the economy. Donald Trump's a shoo-in for re-election, probably in a landslide. It's his election to lose. Well, now the tables have turned because according to the fake polls, it's Joe Biden who's in the lead. And it's Joe Biden's election to lose. And dadgummit, he is doing everything he can potentially think of to try and lose this election. Like I said, we'll get to that here momentarily. Also today, there's a uh, there's an online memorial for Herman Cain. It starts at 11 a.m. during the show, so we're going to monitor it and we'll bring you. We'll d- we'll dip in and out um, to get some remembrances and some memories of the man uh, because it's uh, his family shared it on Twitter that they're doing an, an online memorial service because look, they want it. They want to memorialize their 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 husband, their father, their friend, their loved one, um, but they also want to let everybody else whose lives he touched in on the uh, celebration as well, so we could all remember him and we could all be a part of it. So that's streams today starting at 11 a.m. And we will, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll have it streaming here on the big screen and we'll uh, we'll dip in, um, you know, should there be something that we, we want to share with you. Plus, 
Fake News Friday today, which is very exciting. Fake News Friday, where we go through the headlines and we try to figure out which headlines are real headlines, which headlines are fake headlines. Can you figure out the difference between the two? Can you figure out what's going on with the uh, with the news? Because it's very tricky with the clickbait titles and headlines of these, that's the CNNs and the MSNBCs and all of the blogs. I mean, everyone's fighting for your attention. So it, it's tricky sometimes. Sometimes you may think a story is fake, but it's 100% real. Sometimes you think there's no way that's real, and you're right, it's 100% fake. We want to make sure. We want to make sure that you guys understand uh, what's going on. 855-765-1045 if you're trying to get through. All right, so Joe Biden. Joe Biden yesterday was uh, – and we, and we talked a little bit about this already. We talked about how um, Joe Biden was doing this uh, this uh, online uh, interview, which is the only kind of interview he does anymore. He only does online interviews because he doesn't leave his house. He'll take a couple questions from the press in Wilmington, Delaware, when he does press conferences. But there – I mean, basically what's happening is he's just scripting this entire thing. And so yesterday – yesterday what happened was we had – uh, we had a, uh, a press conference, or I'm sorry, an, an interview with Joe Biden. It was two days ago with this diversity through the Latin American community. And we pulled some clips already. We already laughed about Joe Biden. Remember, he told that reporter he was a junkie and said he was on cocaine, yada, yada, yada. Well, there was this other clip that started making the rounds yesterday afternoon. And this clip isn't so much funny as it is really offensive to African-American voters. And it's. It's in response to there's a Latino woman that's uh, interviewing him about the Cuban crisis and how Cubans are being deported. And Joe Biden is has uh, talked about, you know, um, the deportations that Donald Trump has vowed to continue with because these people are here illegally. She's asking Joe Biden, will you reverse them? Will you stop deporting people, especially uh, Cuban immigrants here in the United States of America? And in answering her question about Cuba, he takes the opportunity to slap down the African-American community. Nobody's really sure why, but this is what he said. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. Okay, so so here's he's talking about the uh, Latin American community. He's talking about Cuban Americans or Cuban immigrants and he in discussing them says that what what you all know, meaning what you Latinos know, that not everybody else knows, but I know because I'm Joe Biden and I I'm I'm very socially connected to all kinds of uh minority groups because I'm a democrat. So automatically minority groups love me. Uh, what you guys know that nobody else knows is that unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, uh, you're very diverse. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. It's an incredibly but diverse community. It's an inc- And in doing so, he basically... Uh, he basically ostracizes and 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 insults every single African-American voter that he is trying to persuade to vote for him in November. And I'm not really sure what the strategy is or if there is a strategy. But Joe Biden is clearly, clearly letting his racist flag fly. And I think he's doing it unintentionally. In fact, Joe Biden's mental state may be a blessing in disguise here. Here's why. Joe Biden 
he hasn't forgotten what he feels and believes deep in his heart. He hasn't forgotten his prejudices. He hasn't forgotten how uh, his condescending viewpoints towards minority groups and African-Americans. He still remembers how much he looks down on the poor and how much better he thinks he is than anyone else. I mean, that's never that's never changed. He thinks anyone who isn't like him, meaning rich, white, Washington crony, is less of a person. He hasn't changed that. That is his core. That will always be. But what has changed, what his advanced age and his questionable mental state has done is it's removed the filter that he had. He's just he hasn't forgotten who he is. He's just forgotten that he's supposed to hide who he is. He's forgotten he's not supposed to let people know that he's a racist. He's not supposed to let people know he's an elitist. He's not supposed to let people know that he's a criminal. You know, the protective cognitive barrier that kept the real Joe Biden safe and hidden away from the voters in Delaware and around the rest of the country, that's been washed away by his advanced age. And I think it's a blessing in disguise. And I think it's what's going to save this country from socialism in the end. I think Joe Biden's cognitive issues are what's going to save this country from socialism. I mean, these remarks that Joe Biden made about African-Americans, they're exceptionally offensive, not just racist or offensive, but exceptionally offensive for several reasons. And I'll tell you what they are here in just a minute. we got to take a quick break. Also, Donald Trump, the president, was asked about those comments. He has said something as well, which I th- it, it, it's, it's, it's clear cut. It's concise. It's to the point, And it sums up Joe Biden's attitude toward minority voters Pretty well. Well, 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 we'll get to all that here in just a minute. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045. I'm really excited about that for some reason this week, so I'm playing it over and over again. Uh, listen, we got a couple of open mic messages. We've got a couple of open mic messages uh, coming in. And if you want to leave one, you can do it in our mobile app. It's 104.5 WOKV in the App Store, either the Google Play Store or the Apple iTunes Store. It doesn't matter which one. And you can talk about whatever you want, like this dude. I have insider information about who's going to be Joe Biden's VP. And don't be shocked, but his VP will be Corn Pop. There's a throwback. I'm telling you, even the corn pop story that Joe Biden told seems a little bit racist now in retrospect. When you look at it, if you're just joining us, Joe Biden made these comments to a Latino reporter uh, the other day when he was being interviewed about um, Cubans and about deportations and things like that. And she said, you know, what are you going to do about about the Cubans in Florida and the Latino community? Because this is something that we're concerned about. And here was Joe Biden's answer. What you all know, but most people don't know. Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Unlike African-Americans, Latinos are incredibly diverse. So in answering his question, he took a I mean, he took a I don't know why he did it even. But he just you know, he threw a barb at African-American voters, a voting block that he desperately needs. It's really, really weird. But that's not even the 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 base. Uh, the base racism in this is just the beginning. If you dig really deep in this, you'll realize that you'll realize that they're exceptionally offensive for several reasons. In fact, these could be the most racist remarks uh, made by even the most bigoted politicians in history because of the context that they were delivered in. And I'll explain primarily uh, Joe Biden's in his basement and he's on the Zoom call and he's talking to a Latino reporter. 
Uh, and he's talking about the Cuban, Cuban community. And in trying to build them up or in, in trying to appeal to them, he tore down an entire other minority group. He's trying to praise Latinos and he's insulting African-Americans to do so. He's basically trying to play the prejudices that the two groups have for each other off of each other, off of the off of each other. Because he didn't say, he didn't just, listen again, here, I'll play it for you again. Listen very carefully to what he said. Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Okay, he could have deleted the whole first part of that. It was completely unnecessary. His slap to black voters, completely unnecessary. He could have just said, the Latino community is incredibly diverse. But he didn't say that. He started with, unlike the African-American community, the Latino community is diverse. It was completely unnecessary. I mean, these black voters, especially in South Carolina, but black voters put Joe Biden on the ticket. Black voters created this Joe Biden president uh, presidential campaign. If it weren't for black voters, he'd be nowhere. You know, he'd be, he would have been out of this race months ago. And what about the notable exceptions line? How insulting is that? There are you know, what he's what he's basically saying is, you know, most black the black community is not diverse at all. There are a few black people who show as much diversity as the Latino community, but not many. They're they're few and far between. You know what I want to know? You know what I would ask? I'd ask who they are. If Charlemagne the God ever interviewed uh, um, Joe Biden again, I'd say like, hey. By the way, those notable exceptions that you mentioned when you were talking to the Latino, the, the, uh, Latino reporter, who are they? Is it Barack Obama? Is it Oprah? Is it James Clyburn who saved your ass from being rocketed into political obscurity in South Carolina a couple months ago? Plus, and probably the worst thing about this comment is he made it behind the black community's back. I mean, he was talking, he was talking to an NPR reporter, a Latino woman. He didn't expect it to get back to the black voters. He didn't expect African Americans were listening to this. You know, and what, which, which, I mean, it's not shocking. Last time he did a live stream, 19 people were watching. So he was probably shocked that anyone was listening. But look, what you say about someone when you don't think they can hear you is how you really feel about them. And they always say the true measure of someone's character is what they do when they think nobody is watching. Right. And again, Joe Biden thought no one was watching or at least no African-American people were watching because he was talking about uh, about Latinos in America. Joe Biden didn't think anyone was going to see this. Uh, I mean, he is the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden one on one, when his shields are down, thinks that the African-Americans in the United States lack diversity with a few notable exceptions. And as we learned from his infamous interview with Charlemagne, the God in the Breakfast Club, he thinks that that black voters should just vote for him blindly because he's Joe Biden. And, And if you don't, you obviously aren't black. I mean, we've heard all this from him before. It's a unique tact for the Democrats. I don't know what they're thinking. It's a unique tact for the Democrats to take because just 12 years after electing the first black president, they do a complete 180 and nominate that nominate an old white racist for the same position. You know, it's weird. It's like it's like they say, well, you got to you got to keep them on their toes. You got to keep them guessing. We sure they're keeping us guessing. Donald Trump re, uh, replied to all of this, by the way, to Chopper Talk. We'll play that response. We'll get to some of your phone calls here in just a minute. If there's any black Democrats who are thinking of voting for Joe Biden, give me a buzz. I'd love to know if this changes your mind. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More on the Mark Show coming up on 104.5 WOKD. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show.
This is the Mark K Show. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Yeah, and see, and it's a simple thing. Here's the thing. If Joe Biden still had a filter, uh, he would understand that you don't have to put down one group of important voters to to cater to or to coddle another group of important voters. It's like when, you know, when you when you're complimenting your wife, for example, you can just say you are. <laughs> You can, you do, you can, <laughs> sorry, the, I believe the Herman My bathroom life. motivation. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> what, what you do is you just, you know, you don't have to insult anybody else. You can say to your wife, you're beautiful and sexy and smart. You don't have to say, you know, unlike your mother, you're beautiful and sexy and smart. You can, because then you're going to, that the whole message is, because then she's going to be like, wait, you think my mother is ugly and, and, and stupid? Uh, so you, you want to make sure that you are complimenting or, or or helping one group without hurting another, unless you're Joe Biden and you just don't care because you just assume, as we all know, that black people are going to vote for you. Now, Donald Trump was asked about this or I don't even know if he was asked about it, but he, he mentioned it. He talked about it when he uh, when he was getting on the helicopter, because, you know, it, it's important for voters to know. Here's a, I hear all the time. Donald Trump is a fraud. Donald Trump is a hoax. How often do you hear the Democrats say that? In fact, everything that the Democrats say about Donald Trump, and this has been ever since his uh, ever since he uh, started running for president back in 2015, everything they say about Donald Trump is actually some way that you could accurately describe them. When they say that he, you know, the whole Russian collusion, uh, Donald Trump colluded with Russia. Well, we know now that it wasn't actually Donald Trump who colluded with Russia. It was Hillary and Obama colluded with Russia to keep Donald Trump out of office. You know, Donald Trump is corrupt. He thinks the Justice Department is his own personal attorney and he uses law enforcement for his own uh, personal gain. Well, we know that's not true either. We know, in fact, the FBI was a tool of Barack Obama and the DNC to spy on Donald Trump during the campaign. They say Donald Trump is a racist and a xenophobe and that he hates black people when in reality, as Donald Trump likes to point out, he's done a lot more for black people than even Barack Obama. And when you want to look at racists, Probably Joe Biden, deep in his heart of hearts and throughout history, has shown much more racist tendencies. And there's more proof of his ingrained racism than there is in uh, in anything that Donald Trump has done. And in fact, if you go back through time, you'll see several people of all colors, of all creeds, of all sexes saying Donald Trump has never once disparaged me or or not given me an opportunity based on anything else other than my ability to do the job. And that is not a racist person. Then, of course, they call him a fraud. Donald Trump has perpetrated a fraud on the American people. In fact, just today on Twitter, it was Donald Trump hoaxed America. Well, let's talk about who's hoaxing America now, because Joe Biden has been pretending to be the the uh, the, the Democrat of the people. He's pretending to be a friend to the African-American community. Was he just like stuck in Barack Obama's shadow for eight years that he just couldn't take it anymore? Is that what it is? Or does he feel that he's entitled to uh, to say things like, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black or disparage the entire African-American community while trying to talk to a Latino reporter about the Cuban immigration crisis? What is it about Joe Biden or does he just think that he's better than everybody? But whatever he says about Donald Trump, pretty much it's basically the best way to describe him. Here's uh, Trump's response from yesterday. Joe Biden this morning totally disparaged and insulted 
the black community, what he said is incredible, and I don't know what's going on with him, but it was a very insulting statement he made, and I guess you'll figure that out. You'll see it in a little while, but it was a great insult to the black community. It was a great insult to the black community, and here's the other thing. There was a, there was a walking back of the comments on Twitter. Joe Biden supposedly tweeted out a response after this backtracking and clarifying his comments. I'm not going to read them because, number one, A, I don't think that Joe Biden wrote it. I don't think Joe Biden writes anything on Twitter because most of it is written in complete sentences and it's totally comprehensive. So I'm pretty sure that Joe Biden's staff grabbed his phone, got on his Twitter account, as they do every day, and they controlled this uh, this backtracking or this this statement that Joe Biden supposedly tweeted out. I also am not going to read it because I don't think it's true. I think that Joe Biden really feel, if Joe Biden didn't feel the way he felt during the interview, then they would have put him back on TV or they would have recorded a video of him walking these comments back. They couldn't do that. They don't trust him. They don't trust Joe Biden. His own people don't trust Joe Biden. They put him out there. And every time they do, their 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 butt cheeks clinch together and they hold their breath and they're like, oh, my God, please don't say anything bad. And that they, they are always disappointed. They are always scrambling to cover up. This is if you talk to anybody in the media, if you talk to any pollster, if you talk to any Democrat, even if you talk to a lot of Republicans, this is Joe Biden's race to lose. And in true Joe Biden fashion, he's losing it in more ways than one. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Pat in New Hampshire. How are you, Pat? Hi, how you doing? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say, Pat? Well, I've been listening to all this stuff about the Democratic Party. In my opinion, and as you well know, the Democratic Party really should be apologizing for their racism. They have a long history of racism. In 1860, what was it? The Democratic Party voted to leave the Union. What was their agenda? Keeping the slaves. In 1910, they joined the KKK and funded it. In the 1950s, they sponsored a postcard of men and women of color hanging on a tree. You know, there is there is a long history of the Democrats and, uh, you know, the kind of terrible things that they've done. But let's figure, you know, even the modern day Democratic Party, you've, there's a lot of problems. Like, let's look at let's look at what happens with not just African-Americans and Latinos. But what about the Jewish community? Barack Obama was one of the most I mean, at least in action, in his action and in his words, he was one of the most anti-Semitic presidents to ever live. But for some reason, you still have a stronghold of Jewish voters who support the Democrats. And I never understood that. Donald Trump moved. What did he do? He's the one that moved the embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. He did it. Donald Trump, the Republican racist xenophobe who apparently hates everybody. Donald Trump, who what is a is a white supremacist skinhead supporter. Donald Trump, the mo the first racist to be elected president, in the words of Joe Biden, he's the one that moved the uh, the embassy to Jerusalem. You know what they call the square in front of the embassy in Jerusalem? You know what they call it? They call it Trump Square. The Israelis named it that because Donald Trump was really the the first president to do what every other president for decades, ever since Israel was created. Every other president for decades has been has. Been, well, we're going to do it. Well, we're thinking about it. Well, we're looking at it. Actually, that's not true. The only president who never supported it or suggested it was Barack Obama. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, 
1045. I'm telling you, Joe Biden's mental capacity or lack thereof is the thing that's going to save the United States of America. Because the true Joe Biden's going to come out. His lead will crumble. If he ever does a debate, which I seriously doubt they're going to let him do now, you you don't see Jill Biden out there today going, he's looking forward to it, or I'm sorry, he's forward looking to it. You don't see Jill Biden out there now saying he definitely 100% will be there. Nobody out there today is saying, oh, even after this debacle where he insulted the uh, the black voters who we desperately need if we're going to try to defeat Donald Trump, even in that moment, they're not coming out and saying this doesn't change anything. Donald Trump will meet Joe Biden on stage three times before Election Day. Uh Uh-uh. It's not going to happen. 855-765-1045. A lot lot of people want to come in. We're going to take a quick break. Vince, John, Mendy, Richard, Roger, Pat, everybody, hang tight. We'll be right back in just a minute with more of your phone calls and open mic messages. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Show 855-765-1045. That's our number if you want to give us a buzz. Just had somebody on Facebook comment. They said, hey, Mark, when does a candidate for president usually pick a running mate? Usually they pick it like three weeks ago. But uh, this is no this is no typical campaign. And Joe Biden is no typical candidate, as we know, uh, from all the gaps and things that he's been making lately. 855-765-1045. All right. So uh, so 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 back to your calls here, because this this is something Look, this is why we have campaigns. This is why we have debates. This is why candidates need to get vetted. This is why it's the media's job to ask questions. And it's it's the candidate's job to answer them live. Because when somebody answers a question live, you get they don't have a, a, a practice response. Um, they, you know, if, if they're, if it's off the cuff, it's off the cuff. And typically if it's off the cuff, it's what you really feel. And when it comes to African Americans, Joe Biden feels that they are way less diverse than Latinos. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African American community with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Yeah, the Latinos, incredibly diverse. Black people, no. Oh, except for the notable, dis- the, um, exceptions. Like, Barack Obama and I guess whoever I choose for my running mate, which I cannot wait to hear what Susan Rice or Kamala Harris or Val Demings or uh, or Mayor Bottoms or any of them or bad Congresswoman Bass. I can't wait to hear what any of them have to say about Joe Biden's comments about African-Americans when they when he does finally get around to choosing them, which we know now will probably be next week. Everyone was saying it's going to be this week. Now it's going to be next week. The the Democratic National Convention, the virtual Democratic National Convention, the VDNC, will uh, will will begin in two weeks. So we know it has to be next week sometime. Roger in New Jersey. Hi, Roger. How are you? Hi, how are you? I just want to say I love your show. Roger, I appreciate that, man. Thanks so much for, for saying that. What did you want to say over in, uh, over in uh, New Jersey today? I have a question for you. I just want to get your take on, do you really think Biden's going to be on the ticket come election day, or do you think that Democrats are going to do a switcheroo at the last minute or maybe at the convention. I think Biden's going to be on the ticket election come election day. Uh, Any switch. Here's the thing about the Democrats. There's a a couple things. First of all, they they have some kind of plan and they always believe their plans are going to work. They think that Joe Biden's going to win and they're going to push that through no matter what. Kind of like the Donald Trump impeachment. They made up their minds to impeach Donald Trump, even though no crimes were committed and they had no proof. But in 2018, all those congressional Democrats ran on a ticket of impeaching Donald Trump. That was their only agenda item. 
Rashida Tlaib. She went out. In fact, when she was elected, the first thing she said was, hey, thanks for electing me. Now we're going to go impeach the mother father, meaning Donald Trump. And so that's all they had to do. They didn't care how or if they could do it. That was their goal. So they did it. They manipulated the system. They twisted it. They turned it around so that it could work. And Donald Trump was impeached. Luckily, the Senate, luckily, the Senate uh, made sure that the uh, the injustices that the House put forward were not uh, followed through on, and Donald Trump is still the president. And no one seems to remember or care about the impeachment. I mean, if you think about it, he's got a 51%, 49% approval rating in Rasmussen polls this week. Clearly, that's not that, – that nobody's really thinking this impeachment was, uh, was, was uh, realistic or was not a sham. Even Nancy Pelosi doesn't mention it. For a couple months, she kept talking about the impeached president, Donald Trump. She doesn't even do that anymore. Because she knows that 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 as as the late Herman Cain would say, that dog ain't going to hunt. You know, that won't fly with voters. They just don't care. They know it was a joke. But the Democrats, they're going to push through anyway. If after Joe Biden uh, runs this campaign, if he runs it into the ground, which is what it's looking like he's going to do, then they're going to have four more years of Donald Trump, which which I don't think they hate. That's the other, the other secret. The Democrats, they're really in a win win. If you look at the media, if you look at Nancy Pelosi, if you look at Chuck Schumer, they are in a win-win situation here. Because if Joe Biden wins the presidency, they've won the presidency. And I say they because we all know Joe Biden's not going to be the guy running the country. He's going to be the one sitting behind the desk. But he's not going to be making the decisions. He's not going to be pushing the agenda. That's going to be Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Nancy Pelosi and whoever the vice president is and the uh, the head of Black Lives Matter and all those other people and AOC. They're all going to be running the country. Joe Biden's just going to be he's going to be the figurehead, if you will. So that's a huge win for them. But if they lose, if they lose, they get four more years of Donald Trump. And for the media, for the media, that means Four more years of skyrocketing through the roof ratings. Four more years of daily hateful content that they can create. Four more years of out of control press conferences with Kaylee McEnany that go viral. Four more years of clickbait headlines which make the millions of dollars by the day. Four more years of a clear cut criminal uh, adversary that they can attack on the daily. It's what they know. It's what they do. It's what makes them rich and famous. And they are going to love that. And for Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, it's four more years of Donald Trump that they can attack, who they can blame. Whenever the House of Representatives fails at something, whenever a governor from New York or California or Minnesota fails at something, they've got somebody to blame. Donald Trump. He's the president. It's his job. How many people died in New York State under Governor Cuomo's watch? Wasn't Governor Cuomo's fault. It was Donald Trump's fault because he didn't respond fast enough. He didn't help the people of New York fast enough. What happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota? The police station was taken over by violent protesters and looters. You know whose fault that was? Not the mayor, not the governor. It was Donald Trump's fault because he's the one spewing this hate-filled uh, language which enrages people and pushes them to the brink of violence. They love having Donald. Plus, look what happened in 2018. How many seats did they pick up in the Congress? If if Donald Trump wins again, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they're going to be ready to go for 2022. And they are going to have their eyes on the Senate. They're going to love it. Joe Biden, Joe Schmiden, win or lose, the Democrats win. 
I really don't think they care. That's why, I mean, why else would they nominate the guy? 855-765-1045. I don't care if we win or lose. Who should we put up there? How about Biden? <laughs> Great idea. Let's do it. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show, and... Oh, hold on. That was supposed to be the guy yelling, it's Friday. It's Friday! Yeah. And you know what that means? That means tomorrow's Saturday, and Saturday is the day that the Mark K Show is on Newsmax, uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you're here in Jacksonville or the surrounding areas, it's going to be 3.30 p.m. on Newsmax, which is 1115 on Xfinity. I don't know what it is. They're on, like, they're ever Hulu, Apple. You can find it. Uh, or you can just watch it on Newsmax.tv. If you're around the country, you have to go and check, but they have a whole listing page where you can find out where to watch it in your time zone. And what a great, I mean, I don't want to, you know, praise myself, but really an entertaining episode. Um, we learned a lot from our first show. Our second show has even more tidbits. There's, uh, you know, a little Josh cameo for those of you that like to watch the other Josh. In this week's? In this week's, yeah. Oh, how about that? A little one. Like, I mean, don't get too excited. I mean, like the entire third segment, you're saying, right? Uh, well, actually, the entire third segment is a tribute to Herman Cain. Funny you should mention that. Oh, perfect. So we have a lot. And we went right, man, we went back in the archives. We went back to the first time we met Herman Cain. We went back four years ago to the Cleveland Convention, and we got some of the actual live broadcasts that he and I would do. We put that all together. So so it, it, it's a fun and exciting show. Lots of uh, lots of clips from the week. Lots of stuff you've never seen before. Oh, uh, Leslie sent us a gift for our new puppies. Not only is her gift in the show, but the puppies also make. In fact, the puppies earn it more than the other Josh. So that's appropriate, though. Well, they're also. I mean, if I was that adorable, I expect yeah. to be in that much too. Look, if you were cute and furry, we had a twin. We'd have more. We'd yeah. have more of you. Yeah. Eight five five. Hello, I'm sitting right here. Seven six five one zero four five is number eight five five seven six five. 1045. This is Vince in Indianapolis. Hi, Vince. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? I'm doing good, Vince. What do you want to say today, sir? So, basically, every time you bring up something to Joe Biden, he just says, look at my record, man. Look at my record. Well, the past 40 years, you've done nothing. You have talked about segregation uh, with black people. You didn't want your kids going to school in a jungle. Uh, you've talked about the Indians coming over, you can't go to a Seven Eleven without, you know, talking Indian. Yeah. And then now he's saying this. It's like if everybody would actually look at his record, they would see that he's just still incompetent. He's going to be the next Lyndon B. Johnson. Well, you know what people don't realize? And Vince, you, I mean, you bring up a great point. And one of the things that Joe Biden's most known for is working day and night diligently to keep an African-American judge off of the Supreme Court. And that was Clarence Thomas. And if you have any if you have any idea about Joe Biden and and his and his true tendencies, just talk to Clarence Thomas, because Clarence Thomas, African-American judge nominated for the Supreme Court. Joe Biden was in charge of the Senate investigation and the and the Anita Hill trial and the, and the hearings that were there because, you know, all Supreme Court justices have to be Senate confirmed. And Joe Biden has been in the Senate since since I'm pretty sure God, probably the first probably the Supreme Court was founded, but he was in charge of bringing down Clarence Thomas and keeping an African-American off the bench. Yet here he is as a spokesperson for the African-American community. And so I guess Clarence Thomas probably wasn't one of those notable exceptions that shows diversity in the African-American community. Unlike the African-American community with notable exceptions. Yeah, notable exceptions. Not Clarence Thomas, though. 
Not that guy. He's the worst. 855-765-1045. Christopher in Jacksonville. Hi, Christopher. How are you? Christopher? Oh, he's listening to himself. He's listening on there. We'll get back to Christopher here in just a minute. This is Mendy in New York. How are you, Mendy? Hey, how are you? I love your show. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that, Mendy. What's going on? Yeah, hi. You were just talking about um, the about how the Jews who are still vote Democrat. Yeah. Yeah, so I live in Brooklyn. Which I, I'm a Hasidic uh, religious Jew. Okay. And our community loves Trump. Oh, good. That's whole, great. You, you, it shows you can see in 2016 by elections in New York, everything is blue. And you look at the communities who voted red, we show my community and other Jewish communities who voted red. Yeah, that's fantastic. So did you vote? You voted for Donald Trump uh, in voted, 2016. Yes, I did. And all my friends did. My family did. And we just what he did for our community was amazing with Lubashkin. He got set out of jail yeah. and also. It's also what he did for Israel and all that stuff. Yeah, Mindy, let me ask you this. Because the Hasidic Jews are very conservative. You know, it kind of makes sense to me that you would look at Donald Trump and think this is the guy that we want leading our country. But for the for the less conservative Jews, why do you think it is that typically the Jewish community leans toward Democratic candidates? Why do you think that is? Well, you would think that, that all the businesses is run by corporations, and most corporations are Democrats. So. Right. So yeah. a lot of them, they want these big companies, so they're more, um, like, for example, Zuckerberg. You know, he's, he's Jewish, and he doesn't, uh, he's very far left. Yeah, that's true. But also, you would think, you know, why would you vote somebody that wants to take 70% of your income away? That's, that's the thing I don't understand. It's like, you know, my, my agent was Jewish, and I know how much money he made because it came right out of my paycheck. Pardon me, that was Herman Cain's funeral, which is going live, apparently. Uh, and, you know, and I, I was like, oh, I don't understand how you vote for Democrats. They're going to take all this money that I'm paying you every month. And it just didn't make sense to me. 855-765-1045. Eric in Wisconsin. How are you, Eric? I'm doing good, Mark. How about you? Oh, doing great, Eric. Thanks so much for asking. What did you want to say, sir? So... so. I'm a disabled combat veteran. Okay. I was in a combat arms unit, and I've already been going and looking at what would it take for if Joe Biden wins to go move to Canada, because I don't think I could sit around this country that I helped protect. Yeah. I gave blood, sweat, and tears for and watch Joe Biden and the Democratic Party let it burn to the ground. Yeah. Where? Uh, so, like, where would you go in Canada? Like Ontario or Winnipeg or something? Uh, I mean, uh, I bet you've been thinking uh, probably closer to uh, Toronto. Yeah, probably closer to Toronto. Look, I mean, that's probably that's warmer probably than Wisconsin. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. Canada's not all it's cracked up to be. You're probably better off staying in the United States with Joe Biden. I mean, it's probably going to it's going to end up being the same. You know, what people don't realize is in Canada and my I'm, I was born in Canada, moved here when I was eight years old. And with the exception of my mother, uh, all my other relatives are still in Canada. My father moved back to he spent 20 years here when he got sick with cancer, moved back to Canada because he's still because here's the other thing. Once you're Canadian, it doesn't matter how many times you spit on that country or denounce your citizenship. It doesn't matter what other country you become a citizen of. They still will always claim you as a citizen. You leave. 
For example, I'm an American citizen. I'm no longer a Canadian citizen, except I am. Because I'll tell Canada, you suck. I want nothing to do with you. I'm an American now. Eat maple leaves, Canada. And they'll look at me and they'll be like, okay, okay but listen, you ever want to come back? You know, you're welcome. We're, we're going to continue to count you as a citizen, eh? And if you ever want, you know, you know, if you ever want, like, uh, free health care, eh? It's right here for you, okay? You have a good day. And, and and that's how it works. So he left. He went back. He's like, I'll go to Canada. I'll get free health care there. Walked into the hospital the first day. They wheeled him over to a cubicle, not a room, not a private room, a cubicle, much like any uh, office environment that you would think about. And they sat him down and interviewed him about his private medical history in a cubicle next to five other patients where he could overhear their private medical histories. And his doctor didn't seem interested. His doctor seemed overwhelmed. Took him six months to get the appointment. He left. And sure, it was free, but it was ineffective. It was free and it was ineffective. That was three years ago. Every time I call him, I ask him, have you been back to the doctor? How's your treatment? What's going on with the doctor? Have you seen the doctor? Do you need a new prescription? Every time the same thing, he goes, I'm not going back to that doctor stinks. I'm never going. He moved to Canada for free health care. He went one time and vowed never to go back. And that's the way it is in a socialist country. So, yeah, probably, you know, if Joe Biden wins, if the Democrats get their way, if we get Obamacare, if we get the single payer health care, if we get all that, then that's probably what we're looking at here, too. Except, of course, if you've got money. If you've got money, you can do whatever you want. You can do what the rich Canadians do. You know what they do? They come to the United States. And they get all their surgery and their medications and their plastic surgery and everything else. They get that all done here. Uh, they take in a show, get some dinner, uh, you know, buy some cheap cigarettes, and they fly home. 855-765-1045. Got to take another quick break. We had a bunch more phone calls here. We're going to do some fake news Friday today, too, which is very, we're very excited about it. Uh, that's coming up in just a minute. Yeah, we're, we're a spattering of applause for fake news Friday. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More coming up. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Okay, 855-765-1045 is our number. And again, and I didn't mean this that. Look, I know people, We, I get a lot of comments, people like, you're always posting about Joe Biden. You're always talking about Joe Biden. Well, I'll be honest with you. Joe Biden wants to be the most important person in the world, or at least people want him to be. I don't even know if he knows what's happening half the time. But basically, Joe Biden deserves to be vetted, and nobody's vetting him. You know, it's our job to let you know the truth about Joe Biden and to share these fun facts about Joe Biden, like the fact that he's an elitist and a racist and that he doesn't care about the typical American person and that he uses the African-American community to get elected and then really does nothing for them, as is evidenced by the eight years he spent under uh, Barack Obama and the 40 years before that that he spent in the Senate. So, yeah, it's a pretty important decision. And everybody else is out there trashing Donald Trump. We think it's fair that you know about the shortcomings of the other candidate as well. Hey, Mark, don't forget the comment that poor kids are just as talented as white kids. I was again, again, what what's happening with Joe Biden's cognitive deficiency is it's wiping away the filter that he's had for that's allowed him to be in the public eye for decades unscathed. It's wiping away that filter between who he really is and what his public persona needs to be to guarantee his success. He's aged. 
He's getting on in years. That filter is gone, but the true core of his being and his ideas toward race and, and Latinos and African-Americans and poor people, that's all still there. He just can't pretend it's not anymore. And that is what's going to keep America great. 855-765-1045. This is Jerry in Jacksonville. How you doing, Jerry? Radio guy, listen, there's nothing you can say or any one of your right-wing pundits can say that's going to change the outcome of this election. The trillion-dollar question is going to be, are you better off today than you were four years ago? Our deficits are out of control. Our national debt is just... And none of you, none of you are saying anything about it. You guys are all scared. You're fake news. And you're going to lose, I promise, trillion-dollar deficits, and you have been quiet. You haven't said a word about it. Your president is a loser, he's incompetent, and we need to take back our country. All right, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Th- oh, and he's gone. See, that's you got to stick around for the rebuttal. 855-765-1045. The trillion-dollar deficit, by the way, is a problem. It's not Donald Trump's problem. It's the Senate's problem, and it's the Congress's problem. And it's Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer who wanted to pay everybody $3 trillion and want to continue to do that. But we'll get into that for another day. Look, the fact of the matter, and he's right about one thing. There was one thing he said. Uh, there was one thing that he said in that whole diatribe that, that rings true. In, at the end of the day, when you go in to vote, you're going to have to ask yourself, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And for the majority of people in this country, the answer is 100 percent yes, because you have fewer taxes. You feel safer. You probably have a job or at least you did before COVID-19 hit. And you see you see, in fact, the biggest thing that Donald Trump did before COVID-19, before the quarantine, before the economic downturn, because everybody told us we had to go home and not work and not earn an income and not spend money and basically economically bury ourselves from any kind of any kind of uh, financial stability or success. Before all that happened, we had a, a, a fantastic economy, trillion dollar debt aside. We had a fantastic uh, you know, a round of tax cuts, which put more money in people's pockets. There was more work for everybody. There were more jobs. There was more investment. The stock market was all out, like through the roof. It was a fantastic time. And what that teaches people is once COVID-19 goes away, once we open the country back up, we're going to get there again. Not with Joe Biden, but with Donald Trump. I love when, pe- I love when people think that Joe Biden's going to – Joe Biden – listen to this guy. He's saying – that Donald Trump is going to lose. But really, when you say Donald Trump is going to lose, you have to say Joe Biden's going to win. And when you when you look at the guy, when you hear what he says, when you watch his campaign, you can't possibly expect me or anyone else to take you seriously when you tell me Joe Biden's a winner. Joe Biden's a president. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. But we appreciate uh, we appreciate the call. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. This is Dana in Jacksonville. Hi, Dana. How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Mark. Glad I got to talk to you. Absolutely. I thing to say to Jerry. Oh, come on, man. Um, <laughs> come anyway, on, man. What are you, uh, co- do you think- cocaine junkie? <laughs> yeah, what are you, junkie? Uh, I'm wondering if Biden's going to like last minute pull out an African-American female, preferably Michelle Obama. Boy, wouldn't that be a... She's not going to... You know what? She's not going to do it. She's too depressed. I heard that the other day. She's got a low-grade depression. And she said that she's worried about, you know, the country and her kids, and she's very depressed, and um, that she blames Donald Trump for it. I don't think she's going to be a running... Also, I don't think it would help. 
I'm going to be honest. I don't think Michelle Obama's a draw. I don't think there's anyone out there going, oh, man, if only Michelle Obama were the second in charge of the country, this place would be better off than it was. Michelle Obama, who has how much experience doing legislating anything? Zero. There's, you know, when Barack Obama left, he didn't leave as a super popular president. When you look at this, where he was at this point in his campaign, uh, you know, eight years ago, he wasn't he wasn't rocking and rolling. He wasn't killing it either. People in the what people remember is Barack Obama's election day. They remember when Barack Obama handed it to John McCain. They remember the blowout victory. They remember Oprah in Chicago with like 500,000 people. They remember Inauguration Day when George Bush got up and said, this is a great day for America. They remember that day. They don't remember the other, what, 742 days after that, which were utter chaos which were full of negativity, which were full of disparagement for America, which Donald Trump has spent the last three years trying to undo and has done so very successfully. But Michelle Obama, people keep that. That's not a draw. That's not going to win any election for anybody. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More coming up. Oh, wait, it's time for Fake News Friday. We're going to need two contestants. If you want to play, get on the horn right now. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number, and it's time for some fake news Friday because, you know, it's Friday! And that's the best time for fake news Friday. 855-765-1045. Do we have some contestants on the phone? Josh? We do have contestants oh. on the phone. <laughs> Sorry, you have a producer to your left. So maybe I, got not. You, I got you off guard. <laughs> hey, Mike in Jacksonville. Mike, how are you? I am fantastic, Mark. How are you? You sound fantastic, Mike. You sound really good. You sound really good. All right, you're going to be playing Fake News Friday today. Is that cool? That's that's cool. Perfect. You're going to be playing against, it looks like, uh, Terry in Houston. Hi, Terry. How are you? Oh, I'm sorry, in St. John's hey. County. Yeah, Houston's a long way. Yeah, it really is far away. It's a lot like St. John's County. But uh, All right, Terry, are you ready to play some Fake News Friday? I sure am. Perfect. You'll be playing against Mike. Mike, Terry, say hello to each other. Hi, Hi. Terry. Yeah, that's very nice. You guys are very cordial. Okay, we'll see if that. We'll see if the uh, if you guys stay so polite when we get into a heated round of fake news Friday. Here's how this works. We're going to go back and forth one by one. I'll give you a headline. All you have to do is tell me: is it a real news headline, something that actually happened, or is it a fake news headline? Uh, and uh, if you get it, if you uh, get it right, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. You guys got it? Yep. Yeah. All right, Mike. We're going to start with you. Listen carefully. First fake news Friday headline. A New Orleans musician has begun trading kids trumpets in exchange for their guns. A New Orleans musician has begun trading trumpets to kids in exchange for their guns. Is that real news or is that fake news? Well, it's 2020 and that's just outlandish enough. I think it's real news. You think that's real news? Yes. Yeah, that is real news. Congratulations. Yeah, a guy in New Orleans, his name is uh, his name is Shamar Allen. He wanted to find a way to get guns out of kids' hands, so he trades them trumpets for guns, which the kids think are great, but some of the parents say, that really blows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trumps for guns? I'll be a Trump, Trumps for guns? No, no, trumpets for guns. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, good job. You're on the board with a point, Mike. Terry, are you ready? 
I'm ready. Listen carefully. Here we go. Here's your first fake news Friday headline. A Biden campaign staffer mistakenly told a media person the other day, the vice president is so close to choosing a VP pick, he can almost smell her. A Biden campaign well, staffer accidentally told a media personality the other day, the vice president is so close to choosing a VP, he can almost smell her. Is that real news or is that fake news? Okay, so it sounds like it's real, but I don't think it is. I think it's fake news. Do you think that that's fake news? I do. Ah, oh, that fake news. Congratulations, that is, that is, that is fake That is fake news. What are you guys are doing? Great. You guys are doing great. All right, here we go. Uh, Mike, are you ready for your next one? Yes, sir. Listen carefully. Angry, riotous BLM protesters in Seattle were shocked and offended to realize that they were white. Riotous and angry BLM protesters in Seattle were shocked to realize that they were all white. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go real news on that. You're going to go real news on that? Yes. You know, it is Seattle, and anything goes in Seattle. However, that is fake news. Uh, you are fake news. Yeah, but uh, that, was a, that was a tough one. I'm telling you, this is why it's so difficult. People don't realize. People are like, how do people not? It seems like a real, actual headline, uh, but unfortunately for your case, it's not. That's okay. It's still one-to-one. -one. Terry, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. The organization Hookers for Jesus. <laughs> uh, the organization Hookers for Jesus has just received a fresh round of funding from Donald Trump. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh... I'm going to say that that is fake news. That is real news. Whoa. Uh, oh. Las Vegas-based nonprofit Hookers for Jesus has won a fresh grant from the U.S. Justice Department uh, less than a year after union officials filed a whistleblower complaint with the department's internal watchdog protesting federal funds awarded to the organization. So just so you know, the Hookers for Jesus are going to be well-funded as long as Donald Trump is in office. All right, still one-to-one. -one. Mike, are you ready for your next one? Yeah. Listen carefully. Here we go. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. A historical society has offered to strap down founding fathers in their graves to prevent further spinning. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, I saw that on Babylon B. That's fake news. <laughs> oh, the secret's out. That is fake news. <laughs> You are fake news. That is correct. That is that is fake news. Josh, we've got to find another website. Oh, no, no. From. Uh, there we go. Two to one. Terry, are you ready for your next one? Yep, ready to go. Listen carefully. Here we go. New Hampshire. New Hampshire has become the first state to allow flying cars on the road. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me read that again. I'm not flying very high. You know, <laughs> <laughs> They're just driving really fast. Uh, New Hampshire has become the first state to allow flying cars on the road. Is that real news or is that fake news? Okay, that's, oh, I'm going to go with fake because it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, does it? 
No. Yeah, weird that but it's it weird. Connecticut. It's weird. It's <laughs> New Hampshire, which is close to same Connecticut. Thing. Yeah, yeah, same thing. It's but you know anything north of of New York is basically all the same in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, that's actually real news. That's real oh, news. No. Yeah, the House Bill 1182, the Jetson Bill, allows flying cars to be legal on public roads. So I guess you know when you can't fly or if you're driving to the airport or something, you can take the flying car. On the road, you know, New Hampshire. If that I just is, put wings on my car, does it become a flying car? I don't know, that's a good just question. A grounded flying car. That's a good question. I I do not know the answer to that. Oh. Anyway, uh, two to one, Mike. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Listen carefully, Mike, and tell us if this next one is real news or fake news. Amid coronavirus concerns, all worship band members at a California gauditorium are instructed to play in a drum cage. Amid coronavirus concerns, all worship band members in a California gauditorium are instructed to play in a drum cage. Oh, again, outlandish, and it's 2020, but that sounds real to me. That is fake news. That is fake news. Uh, is gauditorium a real news. thing? Is Gaudi- that a real term? It's like when a, when you know when you have like a yeah, mega yeah, church yeah. in a big church. It's, it's like, like a gauditorium. Auditorium, but it's a god. <laughs> that's what I've always I called love them. that. That's what I've always called. No, but here's <laughs> here's the thing you have to realize is that the people that go to church they don't fear the coronavirus. Uh, that's why the governments are trying to shut them down and keep them at home. Okay, Terry, you can tie it up right here. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. <laughs> Experts are now recommending that people take up vaping to increase social distancing. Health experts now recommend that people take up vaping to increase social distancing. Is that real news or is that fake news? Okay, that's got to be fake news. You think that's fake news? Yeah, I do. You are fake news. That is correct. That is fake news. That is the fakest of fake news. All right. With a score of two to two, it's a tie game. Congratulations, both of you, our big winners today. Uh, unfortunately, we don't, have, we don't have any prizes. But our sincere congratulations are in order. And, de- and let everyone know over the weekend that you, uh, you tied for the uh, first place prize in uh, Fake News Friday on the Marque Show. Listen, we got we have one more quick break. We'll be right back. We'll try to squeeze in a couple more phone calls. Uh, 855-765-1045. This is the Marque Show. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Said before you it talk. really is. You guys are really missing out. You should all just be here in the studio, <laughs> but you know, coronavirus. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. This is Fran in Palm Coast. Hi, Fran. How are you? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Hey, I'm wonderful. Oh, great. Yeah. Know, considering this uh, retirement, uh, you know, sequestering. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, are you sequestered in some kind of retirement community? No, no, but I'm old enough to be in one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. My uh, my father is in one, and they have he hasn't been let out for like months, and my mother isn't, but she just she's self sequestered. So I feel your pain. What do you want to say today, Fran? What's going on? Well, I've been listening to your show, and it's so much fun. Oh, I appreciate and, that. And I was trying to talk to my husband about it, and and he, you know, kind of listened and didn't listen. <laughs> and then I I had I made him sit down and watch your show on 
on uh, Newsmax. Yeah. He's been listening ever since. <laughs> oh, wow, look at that. Congratulations. See, you know what? Uh, it always takes a, a good woman to, to make a man realize what he's missing out on. Uh, but thank <laughs> you so much for that. We appreciate Yeah, the Newsmax TV show premiered last week at 3.30, and I guess it went well because they're, they're doing another one this week at 3.30 on Saturday. So hopefully you and your husband don't have plans, and you can, uh, you can sit down in front of the TV and watch it again. Oh, well, we're going to be a little busy on Saturday. Palm Coast is having a car truck rally for Trump. Oh, what? I didn't even know that. That's great. Yeah. When and when? Well, I guess it's in Palm Coast. But when is that? Saturday. No, I, <laughs> I got what time? Uh, 11 o'clock. We're meeting at um, Target. Okay, 11 o'clock, Target, Palm Coast, car and truck rally for Trump. Fran, thanks so much for calling. I really appreciate it. And thank your husband, too. Okay. All right. Look at that. And see, it seems like every it's so tough to keep track of these things because if it's not a, a a boat parade or a flotilla, it's a car parade or it's just a bunch of people lined up on the side of the road like they were in Ohio yesterday for Donald Trump. And you know, it's I can't it's, it's so I can't remember the last time there was a Joe Biden car and truck rally. But it's okay because Joe Biden can't remember it either. Eight five five seven six five. One oh four five. Uh this is Natalie in Jacksonville. Hi Natalie, how are you? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? I love you. Oh, I love you too, Natalie. This is great. Wow, what are you this is call this call's starting off great. What'd you want to say? Oh, I met you like at the Kilmeade thing, like a brewery thing a long time ago. Anyway, oh, let's yeah. get to the facts. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it is that I'm um, really frustrated about the filtration or distillation of information from media um, to, you know, the public at large, because I do have a daughter who's 25, lives in L.A., Santa Monica specifically, mm -hmm. and she is getting her information from Garcetti and um, Newsom, and she thinks that they all are, like, you know, peaceful protests, and it's good to just be locked down forever, and it's really frustrating to me to be able to speak the truth and get the information out about everything, including uh, Biden's um, cognitive, very precipitous decline. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't know. So there you go. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> there, there you go. Take it and run with it, Mark. Balls here. Natalie, listen, I, preach, I feel your pain. Uh, I feel your pain because even my wife has been a CNN viewer forever and she's still all catch her watching CNN or she'll say, you know, Chris Cuomo said this to me. And I'm like, are you trying to get me to just scream and yell what's happening? But the, but there is there is a point. There's a breaking point, And I think we're there because last night I was I was literally telling my wife about this Joe Biden clip and telling my wife about what Joe Biden said about African-Americans and Latinos. And I was trying to explain it to her. And, and in the background, ABC News was on because my wife has a big crush on David Muir. Fun fact, so do I. But uh, so ABC News is on. David Muir is on vacation. We're kind of half ignoring it. But all of a sudden, I hear the anchorman, whoever's filling in, the less attractive person filling in for David Muir. I hear him say, coming up, backlash toward Joe Biden over comments he made about the African-American community. And literally, I stopped talking to my wife and I swung my head around to look at the TV and I said, what did ABC News just say? They're, li they're reporting on this. And there comes a point. There comes a point where even the most biased media source, even the most left-leaning uh, blog or cable news network or what have you, Twitter account, there comes a point where they cannot ignore it. And we are, we are almost there.
And if Joe Biden keeps being Joe Biden, we should be there sometime eh, by Wednesday or Wednesday or Thursday. We'll be right over that cliff. 855-765-1045. The Mark K Show. Newsmax TV tomorrow at 3.30. And then we'll be back here Monday at 10 a.m. with an all-new episode. Stay tuned for traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh next on 104.5 WOKV. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.